I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yar, you'll never find it over, they said. You just can't seem to find anything anymore. I'm going to show you, dig it up, be triggered. I'm going to find the thing that I'm looking for. Oh. Be still me eyes. Is that? I've got me treasure. I found a roller in the gate podcast, yar. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and you are now entering Riven, the Shattered Continent. Co-conspirators, please introduce yourselves. Um, hello, I'm Marcos Pissarro, I'm an Alacocra monk from the sanctuary of Okaido, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw, forge cleric and renowned pottery maker, portrayed by Brad Konawa. Thanks team, and thank you for joining us. Pull up a chair and join our table for Rolling in the Geek. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. Our heroes, plus Phil, have a conversation with Ansigar, whom invites them to meet with himself and Mayor Elian Tinleaf to congratulate them on their good work the night before. Trevor, uh, having exhausted himself, passes out and gets dragged back to the inn by Harkos and Phil. Uh, Harkos uh, explores the inn a little bit and gets himself some taquitos, taquitos, and holes up in his room. After getting some rest and attempting to commune with higher powers, Trevor gets a relaxing bath and meets a new friend. Afterwards, the two heroes strike out to town to see it completely cleaned after the events from the night before. Trevor meets with Faden Luckbeard and unlocks some power, and Harkos finds a baby basket with little Alacocra booties inside with a note attached saying merely sorry. So that is where we pick back up with Trevor at the blacksmith Faden. First of all, uh, never going in the bathhouse again. Second of all, You're from Arcos, that's a big hootie hoo and a giant fuck you on those booties. <laughs> You're going to keep the, the characters invested in what's happening to them I'm mean, not and, invested in that bathhouse oh you are I'm oh, very no. invested in Trevor being invested in that bathhouse no, so no. <laughs> that's, should go down there. that's a <laughs> shitty thing for you Brad because that's two versus one and you lose so 
Because your new friend is definitely <laughs> going to be watching for you. You didn't even get a name. That's really kind of fucking yeah, rude. Yeah, that's super rude. I Trevor's know. a dick. Well, I mean... Uh, nah, nah. Mm. Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Trevor, uh, you were at the Blacksmith Forge with Faden. Uh, you guys have some conversation. Uh, it, you know, he's been... You unlocked that power, you know, from your from your cleric mm -hmm. skill set uh, to make uh, art and M magical and kind of create those runes on it. Uh, and afterwards, the two of you kind of chit chat for a while, uh, and then he he'll tell you, uh, "Well, uh, I I actually do need to be getting back to work. Uh, I I hope you don't mind if I uh, uh, if I." start going again if you, you you don't have to leave but you can't stay here that doesn't make any sense <laughs> you see you see him kind of like think about it for a second like well that doesn't make any sense and you know uh yeah anyway and so he goes and he starts working on the the piece that he set aside when the two of you walked in um maybe maybe i'm also strange but can i just watch no, oh, if you if you want to watch, you are more than welcome. I I am more than happy to have you here. Uh, it's that that many people in town that need to have proper arms and armor. So, uh, yeah, I, I want to make sure that they have the finest that I can make. But perhaps I can assist then. Uh, yeah. If you don't mind, I I haven't had an assistant for a long time. Uh, so he kind of points you to, you know, the the tools and and that kind of stuff that, that you can kind of take over for him on that. And then he uh, goes and starts getting other stuff prepped. And uh, I'd say over, you know, the, like next 45 minutes or so, you guys kind of work out and uh, work out. You pump some iron, uh, hammer some iron. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm, fun I'm funny. Uh, and you guys create uh, together, you create a, a couple of long swords and a couple of daggers and, uh, you uh, level up your blacksmithing skill. All right. Uh, woo! Because uh, we're playing by Skyrim rules, apparently. So, uh, but yeah, you you create a couple of pieces, and they look, uh, you know, they they look pretty nice. They're not uh, they're not shoddy. They're very well made. Looks like that they'll serve whoever takes them up pretty well. Of course, they're very well made. Well, I mean, you've only ever made one weapon, and it was glorious. Yeah. And then your house burnt down. Not my fault. Kind of was. Sort of my fault. Definitely your <laughs> fault. Acceptance is the first step. Uh, but it, it, it's getting to be a little while since you've uh, since you've seen Harkos. I don't know if uh, you're, that's starting to weigh on you at all or if you're caught up in the moment. But he has more work if you're wanting to do more work. Um... I'll uh, I'll thank him for allowing me to assist and uh, head out. I suppose and go. Look well, for uh, best well, best of luck to you. Uh, if you ever need repairs or anything, feel free to come by the shop. I'll be more than happy to take care of them. And if you have any free time, I'd certainly appreciate more help. Oh, ve very much appreciated. Very much. Uh, okay, so you head out, and we'll skip back over to Harkos to see what he's doing in the meantime. So, 
Harkos. Uh, you find the basket. You find the little alacoker booties inside there. And what do you uh, what do you do from here? Um, that's a good question, Nick. What do you think Harkos does from here? No, he's got nothing. He's not giving me anything, guys. I'm sorry. I don't fucking. Know. This is a brick. You just smacked me with a brick. <laughs> and then left me with the bruise for a week, and then you came back, and you're like, do you need ice? Good, because there's none. <laughs> a little bitter. I'm not bitter, this is just, it's like, I don't know how I'm supposed to... No... Honestly, Harkos would probably, like, exactly what I'm doing, except internally, is what Harkos would be doing. Like, he wouldn't know <laughs> how to perceive this information. Like, there'd be part of him that's in, like, disbelief of, like, this has got to be, like, somebody else. Like, it's just, it just so happens that it looks like they fit owl feet. It just so happens that it's written in Orin. And, like, it just so happens that I found them right now in a basket, just like the one that I also was... The it's a lot of convenience. But then the other half of him is like, the fuck... And how and why, also who, what, where, when, also why, again a second time. Well, from you observing your your surroundings, there's really not... I mean, there, there's people that are kind of walking around, but they're nowhere really, like, in the immediate area of the basket. Uh, it, there's nobody that's, like, staring at you or kind of, you know, that you can see at least. There's nobody really paying attention. So, I mean, that's... You know, the who it, isn't really helpful. Who? Um, is it, is it, is, and you said this was like kind of in, is this just like on the street or it was kind of like at a corner in an alleyway? Like, I don't remember exactly. It was kind of at the front of, uh, like front of a house. It was just kind of chilling there. Is, is there an alley nearby? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a, like a small alley going between the houses. There's a, there's a lot of these between most of the, especially the, you know, like the residential homes. Uh, which is kind of a, uh, you know, same thing either way, but, uh, there's little alleys, uh, almost little, like, yards, I guess, that would be between, uh, most of the houses, or there's pathways that kind of lead around. Uh, looks like most of the, the land here is pretty functional, uh, so, you know, maybe some of the nicer houses have a little bit of green grass or a tree, but for the most part, it's cobblestone or you know, you know, like a pathway made for moving, uh, moving iron through town or, you know, that kind of stuff. It's nothing to, it, it, it's pretty functional. Um, so what I was thinking is that, fuck, uh, I was thinking that he would kind of just duck into like just the very start of the alley, like probably still super noticeable from the street. But I'm trying to decide if he would knock on the door that this basket was in front of. Like, I I think ultimately no. There's part of him that probably wants to, but everyone here thinks he's a fucking freak and screams and runs away. <laughs> Not everyone. And why would... If, if the people inside knew anything about the basket, why would it just be left out in front of their building? So odds yeah. are it was left here either for them or for me, and I am now thieving and or receiving package. Um and do not want to scare the nice people inside of the building. So Harkos would just duck into an alley and then bird fetal position on the ground with his wings covering him and the basket 
and try to maintain his panic attack in a unnoticeable manner and fail excessively <laughs> at doing so. So like it would uh, from 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 the very noticeable entrance to that alley, you just hear, oh, 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 it's okay. Everything, it's not supposed to be scary. This place isn't weird. This is fine. It's okay if you don't know what's happening. No one's supposed to know all the time. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, a little girl comes up to you. Uh, excuse me, sir. Oh! Are, are, are you okay? His head's just gonna poke out the top of his wings. Um, um, yes, no, I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine. I, I, um, I just sometimes I need to breathe heavy in an alley. That's that's all. It's it's a normal thing that normal owl people do. Oh, well, I I heard the noises that you were making. I was a little concerned. My. My my mommy makes those noises sometimes after after daddy was lost in the mine. My brain went a different direction. So did mine. <laughs> <laughs> you were awful people. <laughs> I was like, my Absolutely mommy does that sometimes people. after daddy goes to bed, and then they're very loud for many hours, and I can't sleep. But I know what the sounds mean. Are you I okay? Know. I don't know why they make macaroni and cheese, and then mommy cries. My dad's a mean man. My mother's always coming, calling out for God, please. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. All of the night. Yes, kind of like that. You know what? The little girl just punches you in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how Argos would respond to that either. What the fuck? There's some little girl telling you. Like, My dad got lost in the mines. I don't need this fucking info right now, lady. Fuck. Um... <laughs> Okay, oh so that God. that would probably that would probably be a little sobering for Harkos <laughs> in the point that he feels like he needs to somehow be brave for this child, and so he would he would compose himself a little bit and be like, "Hmm, no, I I um, now I'm in the little girl voice. This is great. That's <laughs> <laughs> way too fucking high, but uh, no, um, I I am I am fine. I just." I received some news, and I—I I don't think I was quite ready for it. But you—I'm sorry that you lost your father, and I—I I, I hope that um, your mother finds a way to get better. But I—I I, I do thank you for checking on me. But I do think—and then he'll—he'll he'll stand up and ruffle his wings back to normal with the basket like over his left arm and stuff, um, and be like, I. I do think I am better, and I can't help but think that you're a major part of that reason, so th thank you, uh, li little miss. She she gets a big old smile on her face, and uh, she reaches into her pocket, and she has a little red ball, and she holds it up, and... Do, do you... do you want to play? Um... With... with, with me, you... You're, you're not... you're not afraid of... What I am, I had. She kind of pull. She she pulls the ball back a little bit. Should should I be afraid of you? Well, no. I just when I came to town the other day, there were men that called me feral and ran off, and I, I've not been treated like that before. And I just, not everyone here has been as kind as you, I suppose. Mommy says that's a bad word to say. 
Uh, it, you guys know that the the feral people being called the feral is like the word for like the half breeds. So like half orcs uh, and uh, like dragonborn and that kind of stuff. That it's like a derogatory term used for descendants of like monstrous type races. Uh, that it would be that that kind of that kind of derogatory term for and, and you know using it on an Aarakocra isn't necessarily like in line with the thought but it's you know still like you know kind of meant as like a you know almost like fear mongering in its own way I get you uh, I say you guys and Trevor's not there but he knows it too <laughs> I can just feel it yep so um uh, Harkos, after hearing that, would be like, "Well, I, I do appreciate the teachings that your mother is instilling within you, and you, I would be more than happy to play with you." Aww. Okay, so eat a dick, you guys Trevor. Spend... Harkos just made a friend, <laughs> and mine's not <laughs> naked. <laughs> oh God, yeah, be another. You get some experience moment for that. Nice. Uh, so you you spend a little bit of time playing with this uh, with this little girl. You know you're running around and she you play catch with the ball a little bit and then death play grip on the basket. And... By the way, just so we're clear, <laughs> uh, it, I, I I would I would say at some point you probably like fly up to avoid a tag and she gets really upset because that's cheating. Uh, Not if you got wings, it ain't. <laughs> Gotta but learn you early, at, girl. After a little bit of time, uh, you you hear uh, at, uh, call, Cassie, Cassie, come home, and she peeks up and she's, oh, mummy's calling me. I I must be off. Um. Oh. Okay. Um. Well, here's your ball back, uh, Cassie, and. I do hope that I meet more people like you, and I shan't be forgetting you anytime soon. Yeah. No, you, you keep, you keep the ball. I, I like you. <laughs> and then she just, she just skips off. That ball is like, it goes like, owl booties, and then that ball is like fucking licking the owl booties butthole in level of importance. <laughs> I don't know why we're going for butt licking. I needed but, you to know, you know how close they were. Like, they're not actually licking okay. butts, but, like, if they wanted to, they totally could. Like, it's a tongue's length away. So the the, the, the option is there to to, to toss some stuff. Yeah, it's just the, the little red ball doesn't know if the owl booties have been bleaching or not, so, like, they're not all for it, and they prefer consent over, like, just jumping in, as all people should. Um, so... You know, I like that at this point we've been talking about butthole licking for like two minutes, and I'm pretty sure that at some point we're gonna get rated as you know, <laughs> as being a naughty podcast. Uh, um, what, did you, what did you think this was I, when you signed up for it? I thought your NSF I don't know oh your NSFW tag was uh, for swearing <laughs> and, and other language, not uh, not voice porn. 
I don't I don't know if um, you guys have listened to the finished edits I've made, but I've I, I've only kept in our pornographic comments, and all cool. the dead air I've just filled with me going porn, porn, porn. <laughs> this is about porn, porn, porn. Man, I knew I should have listened to those po- those uh, episodes better. That's what you guys get for having real jobs. You can't hear my air quotes, but they're there. <laughs> you did a really good job at keeping them voiced. Uh, and actually, uh, oh, big announcement, tune in next week for the Rolling in the Porn podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God, it sounds sticky. It's just going to be an hour of <laughs> funny noises and terrible music. It's a classic. Don't, don't you... Ken and I got the music on lock. Don't you fucking worry about it. <laughs> Damn skippy. Uh, okay, so uh, the little girl skips off and... and uh, you see her go into uh, one of the houses nearby the inn. Okay. Um, how, how much time has passed? Uh, probably, you know, about the same time that Trevor was, was, you know, half hour, 45 minutes all told between you finding the, the booties and uh, the little girl getting called away. So honestly, being as I was um, intervened with going to check with Yorick, I'd probably um, double back on myself and see if Trevor's still gabbing with Dude or not, because that makes it... We'd be getting roughly close-ish to brunch time, um, to the point where I wouldn't want to be too terribly separated from Trevor. And yeah, uh, I I'd say you've got like an hour to kill still before before it's that time. Uh, but I think that you were you were en route to uh, the barracks. Yeah, to, to talk to Jorick. Yeah, because I was you, you said Yorick, but you know I did. I'm sorry. I I thought we were in uh, Windhelm. I thought I was gonna go talk to the <laughs> Jarl Bolgruff of White Um That's not in Windhelm at all. Um, <laughs> Blasphemy. Uh, Okay, so you head back over towards the blacksmith and probably about the same time as when Trevor uh, says his goodbyes and, and walks out. Hello! Hi! I was just coming to uh, find you. Same. And it's almost like the DM manipulated. It's weird! It's like, it's like fate brought us together. Listen, I want you to know time passed while Brad was playing and I won't let it stand that um, you didn't properly give me a minute by minute play by play so I knew exactly how much time I had to utilize but that's fine we won't yeah well you used it all on playing ball with a little girl so you know you know what and and you took a you you took a you day or you you 45 minutes arguably betwixt the two of us the friends we made I think I had a better time I'm more interested in Trevor's friend from an outside perspective um, but I enjoyed my interaction with my friend more. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, there's uh, you've got about an hour to kill before you're expected at the Tin Leaf Manor. Trevor, I'm I made a new friend. Oh, wonderful! Her uh, name is Cassie, and she's quite nice. And did she come here to I... uh, sign up to kill the monsters? Also, yep. <laughs> Oh no! Most certainly not. She, she's a small child. I, but we we played ball together. She was not afraid of me. Oh, wonderful! Her, mo- her mother taught her not to be racist. 
<laughs> Sounds like a wonderful woman. I wouldn't know. I didn't mean... I heard her shout from that... She sounded... Parenty. Not that I know what that sounds like. Just kidding. Uh, Trevor wouldn't. Uh, not really. <laughs> bang! I... At that point, also, I would be like, Oh, um, right. Also, something not so good happened bef before I met Cassie. Actually, it, the bad thing is what made me meet Cassie. Um... I found this, and I'm just gonna lift the basket. A, a, a basket. Oh, um, yes, but it—it's what's in the basket that was worrying, I suppose. Oh. And then I'm gonna ruffle through, and I'm gonna find the booties in the note. Hmm. Mm. Very. So you, you see the booties. You see the note. Very strange. Looks like scribble. Strange-looking yeah, uh, booties you have there. They're for, they're for Alf. Oh, oh, <laughs> not strange. I, I totally, I knew that. Um, hmm. Well, do were they? Did you, did you lose I them at one time, no, and someone I, gave I've, them back? I've not found the proper time to tell you this, but I, I was left. Now is not the time to be explaining things, but I was I was left at the um, sanctuary. I did not. I was not born and raised there or anything. I I was left there as an orphan of oh. sorts, and I've I've never met my parents. But this note, which obviously Trevor can't read it, this says sorry, and it's written in in, in my tongue, and it has. Boots that look like they were made from my feet when I was. I don't know anyone from then, other than the, the pirates and the brothers at the sanctuary. I, uh, they would Did... not. I can promise you that none of those people would have made me booties. Did uh... you shut your mouth? Did the sanctuary treat you well? Um, I mean, for the most part, they were a little standoffish in the beginning because of my, well, appearance and the reputation that those of my kind have here. But the 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 head monk there, he um, he was he was very wise in, in his years and made everyone know that I. I was being raised by them, so the only thing I would know is what they were able to teach me. And I'll, I'll be honest, I maybe didn't pay as much attention as I could and should have because I was wanting to go off and do something more, which is why I came to Iron's Edge to be an adventurer, but I, um, I, f I felt at home there, more or less. Um, I don't... Then they are your family. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree. But I, I have questions. Why, why did, how, how did I come to be, a trade with pirates? I, I, I have, I have, 
blood parents that I... Uh, I don't... I'm very confused and I would like not to have a panic attack because Cassie had to go home. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, you know, some more time has passed here uh, if you're wanting to get to the, the barracks to talk to Jorick before having to get to your luncheon. And now, now is that time. Uh, honestly, that would be a good, uh, like segue for Harkos to try and get out of this uncomfortable conversation. Be like, you know, we should actually, I was going to talk to Jorik while you were in the smelly room and I actually, I got so distracted with the cats. We should go talk to Jorik together about um, the battle last night and about the Insigar, who's not a bad guy. We've been assured that he's <laughs> definitely not a bad person by the big voice oh in the sky. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, yes. Uh, let us <laughs> Let us uh, go speak with Jorik then. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's your traveling noises. Uh, so you start making your way back over towards the barracks. Uh, as soon as you get out there, you see uh, you see more people. There's a cricket down here. <laughs> oh, and it keeps one hundred percent. There's a cricket down there. That's one of the things that I heard throughout <laughs> some of the uh, editing. <laughs> Ken decided to add his own fucking crickets to the exciting parts because apparently we're boring. <laughs> uh, anyway, so you're you you get to the barracks and you find uh, uh, Nigel is outside, kind of running some drills with. Uh, looks like there's a fresh batch of recruits that are doing the same kind of thing that you were. Uh, you know, on your first day. So there's uh, some sparring matches going on. Badasses? He's running drills with them. Like, the new people? Yeah. You said they were doing what we were doing on our first day. We were being badasses. Were ya? I mean, he didn't act. I don't know about Trevor, Trevor but didn't I kind of... act I... like a badass, but he was being a badass. <laughs> I knocked the uh, fuck out of Phil, and Phil stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with some trapezoids just last night. So, I mean, if I beat the guy who beat the trapezoids, that kind of makes me better than the... Yeah, I was kind of a badass. Whether I wanted to be or not, it kind of happened. Badassery was thrust uh, the, the, upon me. The the ones that are in the yard right now look like a lot of... It, more of the same as what you're used to. Uh, and, uh, you know, that they're... It, it, one takes a swing at the other. Ow, that hurt. Eh, and, eh, take this. And, and yeah, it, it's a lot of that kind of nonsense. Oh, but well, uh, do you guys head in, or are you gonna? And that's what you sounded like. But oh, <laughs> oh what did I do? Uh, are you guys gonna head in, or are you gonna poke fun, or are you gonna jump in and do your own stuff? What do you want to do? Um, I think we were just gonna go find Jorik. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we'd just head in. Okay. Uh, you head in. The uh, The hall has been... Uh, it looks like the stage is being torn down after intro. Uh, and uh, Jorik is out in the middle working with uh, some of the recruits. The, the, the more experienced ones. The new ones are out in the yard doing their drills. And then he's got some of the ones that... Yeah, the couple of them have some, you know, nicer pieces and whatnot. Looks like they've actually... Uh, like maybe some folks who actually helped out last night. He's... Uh, you know, kind of running over, you know, what happened with them too. 
Who is this, you said? Jorik. Oh, it's Jorik. Okay. Um, I would just, I would just walk over to him. I mean, I don't, I've not been around long enough to know if I shouldn't or, sh- or should, so <laughs> I would just approach. Uh, yeah, so you, you walk up, he's talking to, to one of the crews. Well, you see, what you did wrong was that instead of, instead of zigging, you zagged, and that's why you took spear to the shoulder. Yeah, so maybe that'll teach you for next. Oh, hi! <laughs> hey, hey! Hey, Harkos! Hi, Trevor! Hello! Uh, so I hear that there are commendations to be given to you. Uh, at least payment, at the very least. Uh, but you did a. It sounds like you did a, just a, a fantabulous job out there. We, um. We, we did what we could. The city was in need and we were here to suffice that need hmm? well you did a you again did a fantastic job uh looking at uh the reports that have come in looks like uh we still owe trevor for one trapezoid uh <laughs> and we owe uh harcos for two trapezoids and then a big trapezoid for, for Trevor as well. Uh, so it'll be 20 gold for Harkos. He pulls out a little bag and he hands it over to you. Uh, and then uh, one small trapezoid plus shaman trapezoid that actually comes out to 30. Uh, and he hands over a slightly bigger bag over to you, Trevor. So, um, uh, well, as especially because Trevor's getting a larger bag and Harkos is still like reeling and now realizing Nick has ideas for how he wants to spend his money and I'm not going to disclose that because it's not information for the DM to have just yet Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's right Um, so Harkos is actually going to um, I don't I don't mean to nitpick but I I actually um, I dealt with three trapezoids i i um i i i got the one that sabotaged the bell and then i came over to trevor and i dive bombed another and then he tried to actually let the last one run away but dead men tell no tales and harkos knows this so i have vanquished him also did you just refer to yourself in the third person (laughs) i kind of got excited i apologize oh well jorik does it sometimes too uh, well, uh, I, I didn't know that you had to take out another one at the at the bell tower. I got no reports of that one. So, uh, well, it looks like 30 gold for, for you as well. And he, uh, he, he goes over to, uh, like a little safe that's in this room, uh, and stands in front of the, uh, in front of the dial, and you hear it move, and he pops it open, he takes out a little... It's like rolls of quarters. Like <laughs> it, he takes out another roll of quarters, and, and he, he breaks it open and hands the coins over to you. I, I, I appreciate it. I I don't mean to be a well, grubber like this. You I know just, what? I have... Because you... I'm sorry, I keep on talking over it's you. It's okay. I, kind of a I don't fully know what I want to say. I'm very nervous. Well, uh, I was gonna say that uh, you know you 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 secured the bell, so why don't we uh, why don't we give you a little bit extra there, big fella? Uh, it... he, t- he takes out another uh, he takes out another roll and he breaks it in half and he he gives you another five. 
Nick gives a smug look to Brad. Harkos doesn't do anything, but Nick gives a <laughs> smug look to Brad. Uh, actually, have you guys seen, uh, have you seen Phil? Because I owe him some gold, too. Oh, yes, he was very instrumental last night. It was quite something. Well, uh, well, next time that you see him, why don't you go ahead and tell him old Jork's looking for him so that he can, uh, dole out some payment. Um, most certainly we can. Also, I have a, um, a question is, uh... I brain farted. Hang on. I'm going to get back to it. It's coming. It's coming. Aha! Um, I we met a man last night by the name of Ansigar. Uh, do you oh. know who that is? Yes. Uh, well, uh, Ansigar is actually somebody who came all the way from Aetherport. Uh if if you don't know what Aetherport is, if you don't know what Aetherport is, which you guys would, it's the capital it is, uh, of Riven. It is it's the the main capital hub of Riven. Uh, not only is it the capital, but it's also kind of the seat of power for the government uh, and the main hub for the rails, uh, the the railways that go across the ley lines and everything. So Aetherport's a, a pretty big deal. Uh, between central government and, uh, you know, kind of it's just peacekeeping between uh, all of the, the the different subcontinents and everything. If anything happens between two different two different subcontinents, it happens in Aetherport. And, and, uh, and but, cigars from there? Yes. Totally Ooh. a fucking bad guy. <laughs> uh, he actually came, uh, he answered the call from Elian that uh, he was one of the uh, uh, the warriors of Torm. Uh, I don't know if you know who Torm is, but he's like, you know, a big fancy good deity. Uh, and uh, that he came to, to help out Iron's Edge and it's it's a time of, of deepest peril. Ah, he sounds quite noble and not at all bad. <laughs> I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Uh, well, that's kind of a weird thing to say, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've met him a couple of times. He, he helped, uh, especially early on, he, he helped with, uh, getting some of the new recruits trained in, in, uh, in sword play and uh, none of them can you know channel the kind of power that he does but uh, you know it, he tried with some of the folks that he thought might have the aptitude but unfortunately uh, only only he can make the big bright flashy thing and, and make the make the trapezoids run away oh yes if only he would have showed up slightly earlier maybe could have avoided well, some deaths I from heard, the gods. Well, from what I heard, it, it the, the only reason that he even knew to to come out was because of uh, Harkos ringing the bell. So, uh, you know, it, it, if all else failed, then you know we might have been in a lot more trouble. So, what you're trying to you're trying to push onto me as a player that it's my fault that the big bad came waltzing into the middle of the town. I, I am doing no <laughs> such thing. No, that was, you calm your that shit. That was directed at your fucking puppeteer. Know your place. Yeah, and I'm saying I'm saying it in character, so <laughs> fuck off. Strangest conversation ever. <laughs> Between the DM, the I character, can, yeah. and the player. Har- Harkos just grows his human head from the re-roll app and is like, Ugh, I don't appreciate what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. I pictured it more as like Harkos just stopped talking and... Jorick kept going. <laughs> Jorick just cranes to the sky and he's like, Well, you know something? I think you're being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? Uh, but honestly, the, the whole the whole thing was actually kind of a failure on our part because we didn't have any we didn't have any guard stationed right in the tower. Uh, so we've learned a valuable lesson last night. And unfortunately there were some lives lost. Uh it looks like there was there was twelve total that lost their lives during the attack. I'm very sorry for your losses. I only wish we could have done I'm, more. Well, I'm sorry for the people of Iron's Edge that have lost friends and family, but the the whole point of, of having all of us here and having all of us fighting is to to limit those losses and make sure that Families across this subcontinent don't have more of the same happen to them. Though so you, the two of you, plus you know a little bit, Phil, uh, <laughs> Iron's Edge owes you uh, owes you a massive debt, and uh, your prevention of the attack last night to a greater extent, and making sure that the the bells rang out, and you were there to defend us. 
Um, I, it, it is what we were asked to do, so I'm more than happy to do it. Just hopefully not every night, please. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's not up to me, but hopefully, uh, Ansigar was able to scare him off for, for a little while. Uh, but a, a, a loss of a shaman for them should be a pretty big deal, too. So hopefully, hopefully we'll have a few days of peace. Well, um, as much as I'm going to regret saying this, I, maybe we should take the fight to them. Oh, oh that's, dear. That's a terrifying, that's a terrifying proposition. Uh, we haven't sent anybody into the mine since, since the attack started. Well, the shaman spoke of sacrifices, and I don't think we want to do any of that. Did you, did you say the mine? The, the kobolds are coming out of the mine, not just from the mountain, but specifically out of the mines? Uh, well, we had delved pretty deep into the, into the mountain. We dug too deep. Uh, we've, <laughs> we, we unleashed a... A beast of shadow and flame. Uh, we, we need an old gray wizard. Uh, nah, us two level one people, we're going to go fuck up your ball rock. <laughs> Don't worry, no one's going to pass. Did you, did you see the thing you, about... Who, uh, who shall not pass? Did you see the thing about him being a fighter, not a not a wizard? Yes. That's yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I thought... <laughs> Yeah, he's just pretending. <laughs> he's just people charge at him. He just kicks the ass. I mean, it's valid. It's a valid argument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's or he's a muscle wizard. You know, that's that's an option nah. too. He could also just be a bard with a really high fucking strength stat too, because he just convinces people. He's like, oh yeah, I'm totally a wizard. Like you can believe every story I tell you. But I do so many of the magic. Like, I can even fly. I just, I hopped on these eagles because I didn't want to use all my magic. Like, what if we need it later? It's also valid. <laughs> I, I, I do like the idea that, that Gandalf takes off his robe and he's just fucking ripped. <laughs> I'm kind of uncomfortable. I mean, not that I don't want to see Ian McKellen without his robes on, <laughs> but... Listen, Ian McKellen and Sir Patrick, both Sir Ian McKellen and Sir Patrick Stewart are on my man list, so that's okay. They're gorgeous elderly men. We're gonna get fucking sued. <laughs> nah. <laughs> oh yeah, but the Look. the terms of the suing are gonna be like, listen, you send us that Nick boy, and uh, we'll drop everything, and I'll Look. be like, you know what? Send me. Don't even put holes in the box. I can hold my breath. Patrick Patrick Stewart oh, was Professor X. He already knew Nick was going to say that. It's fine. This is true. Oh, Jesus. All of the lines being oh. crossed. I am I am concerned for my future. Uh, Don't worry, Patrick Stewart knows that it'll be fine. Okay. Uh, maybe he's the big man. You shut no. your mouth. <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't even... Where were we? Jordan was talking about how he unlocked the ball rog. That's where we were. Oh, oh. Well, uh... So we we did dive pretty deep into the mountain, and uh, there, well, uh, if if you want this, if you want the full story, uh, I would recommend that you go and talk to the foreman. Uh, that she's she's got a name, and uh, I'm I'm trying to recall <laughs> it right now. 
Let, let me just flip. It might take let me, me a just second flip through my notebook here real fast. <laughs> let me just flip through my notebook because my memory ain't what it once was. Uh, <laughs> this is just gonna be oh, the episode we of we can't what? remember jack shit. No, here's here's the best part. He didn't do the typical Ken, and we're gonna cut this part out while I look for things. <laughs> he did it in character, so guess what? That means I get to do. <laughs> Leave it in. Uh, so the the mine, uh, the the foreman of the mine, or the four person of the mine, if you know, if you want to be PC, uh, is uh, her her name is Guerus. Uh, uh, did you meet Faden by chance? Uh, yes, he lives in the stinky house. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's a apt wonderful smell. Yeah. You, you get used to it, I promise. And Trevor's broken. We don't listen to him anymore. <laughs> uh, well, if you met Faden, then uh, uh, Guerus is actually his twin sister. Like, um, wait a minute. Is does but, she also is she missing pieces as well? Yes, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Uh, <laughs> is she just as lucky? <laughs> Uh, uh, why don't I, why don't you just go ahead and see for yourself? Uh, but if you, if you wanted to, uh, find out more about how that all happened, she was, uh, unfortunately she was one of the first, the, the first to see the monsters come through. Okay, we will, and her name was what? It was Guerus. Right. Trevor, remember that. <laughs> that was really just a... That was a Nick talking to Brad. Saying, remember that. What the fuck are you talking about? And that was, that was a Brad seeping through... <laughs> into Trevor. <laughs> oh, man. I'm gonna forget her name by the time uh, we get across the... <laughs> Oh. I fucking got it. Don't forget her name. A little whitey baby. I can't write anything down. But all I can tell you is, is that they they've definitely been using our our tunnels to get around and and uh, you know obviously they use the mine entrance to 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 get into the town. So if well, we go through the mine then perhaps we can stop them before the town uh well you you saw the veritable tidal wave of 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 kobolds that were coming through so uh there's not many that would want to stand against that oh i'm i'm not saying that i wish to stand against it but it may be needed. If if the mines are the problem, we will stem the tide that flows from them. If not for Iron's Edge, for Connie's dad. <laughs> Fuck off! Oh, you... Fuck you! D- did you mean Cassie? What? Yeah! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm too busy writing the notes that I asked Brad to write down. I started thinking about Steven Universe characters. And and that's why I giggled, because I actually remembered her name. 
Well, they're fucking the. This is not a euphemism. The lead in my pencil uh, would not stay out, and apparently it was too short to be held by the pencil, so I couldn't write Guerus's name down. However, I got so frustrated that I didn't even need to write her fucking name down anymore because I'm angrily remembering it because Brad refused to. So, Cassie and her father, fucking dickwad. How do you know her father was a dickwad? No, I'm... Okay. (laughs) I'm splitting the party. (laughs) I'm doing it. You're just gonna start... We're we're just gonna start a different adventuring party with Harkos and Cassie. I'm teaming up with Marcus. Oh, shit. I can't stick with that. I tried to, and I... I shivered. I shivered yeah. the moment I thought about how often Ken was going to have to say skitter in my little I, separate... I, I, I wondered how long that was going to last. Fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, oh, boy. I hope they cancel the color green. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Oh. You know what? You know what? This conversation is gone, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna find who left your damn Alacocra booties. Yeah, we'll find them. You, wa- you better watch what I'm the fuck you say next. I'm gonna find them. And you know what I'm gonna do with them? I'm gonna hide them so you can never find them. It's, it's about to get very Captain America Civil War up in this piece. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, we will be the tide. <laughs> we will stop the tide for Cassie! I'm, I'm, I'm casually walking the fuck. I'm done with this conference. It's it's broken. It's broken too many times. I'm going to go find four-person Guerus. And I'm going to leave fucking Trevor in the dust because I don't even need his sorry ass. <laughs> Christ. Oh, wow. Uh, if... If you wanna, if you fi- if you need to find Guerus, uh, the uh, the foreman's office is up towards the the mouth of the cave. That's the entrance to the mine. Uh, she should be there. Uh, that's, that's where she. It's her office. That's uh, kind of her house too. Just for giggles and shit, so I'm gonna say Harkos was going the complete wrong direction, and so he just turns and goes right. Of course. And then goes to the four person's office, and and, and I follow. And then I <laughs> at a respectable distance. I, I kill Trevor so he can't follow me anymore, and I continue on solo. <laughs> Brad, roll a new character and keep him the fuck away from me. Man, episode five, and we <laughs> we had our first derail <laughs> episode already. Oh, it's amazing. Shocker! You you, you you'd never think it with us three together. <laughs> derail, fuck that. On, it's never honestly, I'm I'm kind of surprised we made it this far. <laughs> you should hear the uncut version of Night Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Oh, the uncut man. version of anything, really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Uh, okay, so you you make your way over to the uh, the the four persons <laughs> office. Uh, and uh, you, <laughs> uh, door and windows are are open. Uh, you can see that as you're as you're walking up. It, it's uh, it really is precariously close to 
the the mouth and of the she cave. She never knew that, uh, the, that the kobolds were coming. Like, why doesn't she have a bell? People gotta sleep, man. Like, lay off. Mm-hmm. I was sleeping and, until and, you came and, and told me, "Is your room on fire?" The fuck, no, it's not. Are you crazy? Uh, I'm just sad at home. And Jorick even said that that was an oopsie on their part that they didn't have uh, people stationed in the right places and that they learned they learned lessons uh-huh. from the attack. There you go. So, yeah, that Jorick levels up eventually too. So, I uh, okay. So you uh, you make your way up to the 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 four that you to Guerus's office slash home uh doors and windows are open you can see her at a desk uh that she's uh she's writing some stuff up uh she is uh she is not like her brother you can see that right away that she does not have any missing appendages or anything like that looks like the uh the luck beard surname has treated her far better than does her brother. she have a uh, beard no, she does not. Are there signs that she shaves it every morning? Make a perception. <laughs> Can we both make... Yeah, I, I'm doing it too. If you want to. Uh, I might need my stats for this, maybe, I'm assuming. 16. <laughs> okay. Ooh. <laughs> 15. Right. Uh, you don't even need to look. You can see on her desk there is a Gillette Mach 5 <laughs> razor right there. Uh, and she sees you walk in and she brushes it into into a drawer uh, and closes it really quick. I'm saying nothing and I saw nothing. <laughs> but I am going to, as as we come in... Is the Mach 5 still a thing? I'm just, I just said that because it was the I first thing that popped into I my mind. I don't even know. I don't look at the I, names. I just I go to a place and it's like, this cuts your hair. I, I don't even do no, that anymore. She though. has a, she has a Dollar Shave Club box on top of her desk. Not a sponsor. She, not, yeah, not a sponsor. <laughs> like people are going to be like, you, you dropped our names. Not, not yet. Am I right, Dollar Shave Club? Not if you're doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're open. Uh, My face uh-huh. is so hairy right now. God, if only I had <laughs> a cheap way to shave it and put on aftershave. You mean like Dollar Shave Club? Anyway, oh man, yeah. there's like and I couldn't tell you about races because I don't, now. I don't shave this thing, even though it the the DNA doesn't work very well. Anywho's it, uh, walking up to her door, I'm gonna politely because it's the nice thing to do, like knock, even though it's open. Just... Um, hello, is sorry, I burped. Yeah. Is this, is this the office of Guerus? I almost burped too. <laughs> Apparently it's contagious. <laughs> I had to choke it back down. Oh, there's a little one. Oh. Well, there's the rest. So oh. uh she she looks up at you after pushing the uh the 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 dollar shape club <laughs> box down into her desk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh she goes, Oh uh uh hi Hi, uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm Gueris, uh, and you are. Uh, I'm Harcos Pissarro, and this is my douchebag companion, <laughs> Trevor. I, I don't say that. This is my friend, Trevor Ironjaw. 
Harkos's heart grew three sizes that day. Uh, and then shrank seven. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, it, 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 Harkos and uh, uh, Trevor, it's it's very good to meet you. Uh, I, I wasn't really expecting company. I, I have uh, a lot of things that I'm trying to handle because of the attack last night. So uh, That's it, it, actually what... why we're here. My um, friend here had a horrible idea that we should take the fight to them. And then I, I found out news that apparently the monsters are coming from the mine. I just assumed that the big looming mountain that maybe they resided there and descended on occasion. But are oh. they, they're... Jorick said they're coming from the mine? Uh, well, the... There's that fucking cricket again. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, Ken, well, am I uh, boring the... you? <laughs> <laughs> You're boring the cricket? I've got headphones on, I can't hear. Otherwise, it would be wonderfully entertained. Am I not right, listeners? I... Uh... <laughs> 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 <Peace laughs> uh... So... <laughs> God, this is I'm sorry. A yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking about a cricket with, with tiny little headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> I would fucking. Oh god, I want it. I want it so bad. I want cricket headphones, <laughs> but I want them to be called grasshoppers just to piss off the cricket population. Crickets wearing grasshoppers. Oh god. Okay, focus. I, I think focus is gone. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I don't. I don't think <laughs> we got it. I think. I think. Uh, I think this is just that episode. I'm one with the force. The force yep. is with me. I'm one with the force. The force is with me. And it's going to be our royalties <laughs> episode where we have to pay whatever money we make. <laughs> where we we uh-huh. lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was drinking. I don't think I ever will again, though, with the pain that's in the center of my chest. Jesus. Oh God. <laughs> Harkus is down. Trevor, take over. Uh, uh, Oh, I hate you. I hate you twice as much. Uh, so, uh, so uh, the mine, the monsters came from the mine? (laughs) Yes, uh, uh, the, 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 there's never been any reports of them being on the mountain. They're typically, uh, they kind of, almost tunnel themselves out from other sections and pop into uh, at least that's how it all started that uh we were just working and uh we had found a a pretty rich vein and and so we were kind of focused in in one area uh and then we heard taps not not like the trumpet thing oh okay Uh, that's, that's what i thought you meant uh and we we listened and we wondered if we were getting too close to another section and and as i was going to to check my 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 paperwork uh all of a sudden that these the monsters just burst through the end of our tunnel and 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 uh it was it was a nightmare like i can imagine um yeah. i i would as much as I do agree with my friend that it's a terrible, horrible idea that will most likely wind up with us possibly dying, I, I would like to try to stem this problem at the source. 
for Connie's oh. fucking Christ. <laughs> Cassie's dead. <laughs> Jesus. I I was in my head too much. I half ignored <laughs> Goris's speech telling myself it's Cassie. It's Cassie. It's Cassie. Because my brain kept telling me it was Connie because Brad can't take notes. <laughs> and then I literally, as I started speaking, started thinking about Steven Universe again and said Connie. So now I'm going to tattoo in my arm with blood magic um, the word Cassie. And I'm going to curse the name Connie. <laughs> Sorry if anyone's named Connie, but um, you're now my least favorite. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry. Get your fucking name out of my head and maybe we'll talk. Uh, I would like so to go she, down uh, there for Cassie's dad. Uh... Well, I'm afraid if anyone was left in the tunnels that I can't imagine that they've survived. Oh, I, d I don't mean to re retrieve him. I mean to honor him and his family. Oh, oh, you were meaning in, in a, like, heroic sense that you were... You were yes, I'm not going down there for him. I'm going down there for him. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I misunderstood. Uh, well, if, if... Cassie's my friend. That... that no, I I know Cassie. Her her father, uh, uh, Glenn, was uh, he, he was a great miner. He sounds like a well thought he, up name, and not just on the spot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Oh uh, God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I hate you. Uh. I'm sorry. She's my best friend, and I know I'm gonna. <laughs> they can't remember I'm gonna take, her name. I'm gonna take you know what? <laughs> it's because my ex best friend is hanging a little too fucking close all the time. <laughs> oh. Episode oh, well. five okay. uh Marcos uh, and Trevor fight the derailment boss. Episode five, everything goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh I uh, she'll she'll tell you uh if you were wanting to actually like lead a charge against the kobolds into the mine, uh, that's something that would take a an, a huge feat of, of strategy and and planning and and force of arms. And I don't know, I, I don't know what kind of force that has been built up within town. I I don't know if that would be possible. I I would imagine that you would want to talk to Ansigar about it. He's he's been I kind of taking I, the lead I do on, not believe we need any large uh, force because he does the glowy light thing and the kobolds they run away I, if everything's running it should be that much easier to uh, get rid of what? she she looks uh, you, you can see in her eyes that there's a fear there. Because uh, he's the bad guy. You don't... You don't understand. Uh, <laughs> the... <laughs> the... Uh, the kobolds, when they're outside of the mountain, they're... They're weak. They can be killed easily. They're... Uh, they're... They're just kobolds. But... There's something... There's something about the mountain. There's something in there that 
gives them a strength that I... Seems like maybe uh, we should try to find this strength of the mountain. Well, I, I... I don't even know where to begin on something like that. I, I've been through every inch of tunnel that we've ever that we've ever dug, and all we ever found was iron. But you you did say that they they tunneled into your tunnels. You heard tapping, so clearly they're coming from somewhere else. Maybe an an antechamber of of sorts that you've not yet discovered. Oh, I I dare not venture in. A, she she points over to a, a pickaxe that is leaned up against the wall. Oh, old old Betsy over there and I, it, 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 we we took out a fair number of those kobolds before we had to run away when the initial attack hit. But I, oh I I oh I I fear going into those tunnels to to chase after them. It, that's that seems like a suicide mission. Well, hmm. I, 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 I am not the person to make this decision, though. I, I, I do again. I recommend that you talk to Ansigar. Well, conveniently enough, we have a brunch date with him and the mayor, so maybe we will do just that. Not to be uh, so you uh you actually hear the toll of a bell right about as you're saying that that the clock has struck we're late we're late now. we're late for a very important date I fixed that bell last night <laughs> <laughs> oh you were the one that fixed the bell that's oh, oh it that was is... not easy I might have knocked the hammer farther than I needed to <laughs> uh well. Uh, it it uh, it best be off then to to go and talk to to to, to whoever the Ansigar and whatever you're planning on doing there. I I uh, oh I I do not like the idea of going back into those tunnels. Yes, no one really likes the idea of making a deal with the devil, but that's the way the game seems to be headed. So I suppose that's what we should do. We will <sighs> speak with uh, Ansigar. On our brunch date. Yes. Okay. Uh, so uh, you, you guys leave Guerus's house slash office uh, and make your way back down the path and, and back into the Iron's Edge main part. Uh, and you, you see the, the Tinleaf residents sitting towards the, the back of town and uh, uh, you start approaching and... Then all of a sudden, there's a rumble, and the earth there. There's an earthquake. Balrog. It's not. It's not a severe one, but it's enough to to shake you a little bit. And that is where we will call it. <laughs> ah! We do this every time. I don't know why you're ever I'm surprised. I'm sick of your shit, kid. You know, I... No, kid. <laughs> I just... Oh, for fuck's sake. God damn it. Every All right. Time. Well, uh, here, 
on it. Here we are in episode and, five. And we don't want to talk to you anymore. That's that's what we're down to. <laughs> so we're just gonna we're yep, just gonna that's cut it. it here that's the end. Just, uh, this is like the just, third time we've ended the podcast already, but that's the end. We're done. Uh, it's nice knowing everybody. Thanks for Good. talking to us, listening to us. Uh, <laughs> share around. Hopefully, our four and three quarters episodes will be great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're really going to coast so, off the wings of this nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here we are in episode five, and uh, you know we're we're already kind of getting into some stuff and. You know, we, we thank everybody who has been listening and, and supporting us along the way here. Uh, and again, we thank you so much for joining us at our table, for pulling up the old comfy chair or comfy car seat or however you're listening. And uh, how, Brad, how can these wonderful, fine folks with ears full of of headphones I mean, how can do they contact us maybe they're listening on a bluetooth speaker maybe they're listening in their car hey. why you gotta why hey. you gotta single hey. out the people with headphones on hey. hey with people with ears full of headphones uh or aux cables <laughs> that are on fire uh how can these folks contact us you piece of shit <laughs> Kill him! Kill him! Kid, it's working! Keep going! He's gonna die! <laughs> Fucking do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Oh. Whoo! Uh. <laughs> do it, young brown walker! <laughs> As usual, you can find us on Twitter at Roll in the Geek. That's R O L L I N T H E G E E K. Any questions, comments, or just want to talk to three guys who have faces made for podcasting, just hashtag us at <laughs> hashtag RitGeek. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's hashtag R-I-T-Geek. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking perfect. Oh. Every time. Yeah. Got it in one. All right. <laughs> All right. Nick, <laughs> you are. <laughs> you... I am what? Come on, fucking say it. Just fucking say it. Go ahead. Oh, you man. are. You are the sound abjurer. Right. <laughs> you shield us from poor sound quality every week, and <laughs> and break the 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 bad enchantments that have been put upon us by. Horrid, horrid sound effects. Can you please give us something fun to go out on? Yeah, and uh, just because Ken got to single out people, I also would like to try and one-up that and also single out people. So I know he already thanked some guys and he said the whole headphone thing, but you know what? This one's for you. Thank you, random citizen. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a big hootie-hoo from Harkos. And it's not a stick, it's a spear. As we go into episode six, stick and six are close enough. <laughs> Rhymes are hard sometimes. <laughs> Eventually it's going to get old and you, everyone's going to yell at me. I'm going to have to switch it up to something else and I won't do it. So just deal with that. And then, as if we didn't need any more royalties, we won't say the name from which 
this uh, derivative <laughs> comes from because we don't we don't need that on our conscience. But you you go ahead and tell me what you think this sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these dice, aren't they so neat? Wouldn't you think our collection's complete? Wouldn't you think we're the guys, the guys who have all the dice? Look at this trove, oh, no. treasures untold. How many dice can one dice bag hold? Looking around here, you'd think, sure, they've got all the sets. We've got polys and medals and specials. We've got glowy ones, themed ones, and more. Dire D20s? We've got 20. But who cares? No big deal. We need more. I want to buy every single set of dice. Yes. I want to own, want to own so many. Oh, Buying a set of those, what are they called? Oh, gothic. The song Spending my paychecks me. gets me in trouble. Wives and girlfriends don't want to be broke. Spending money anyway and get, should we say it? Beat. Buy a new set. Oh, and one more. Gonna fund a whole new dice store. <laughs> Wish they were free. Oh, My no. wife beats me for buying new dice. Oh, Completely woo. original, that one. Woo. Oh, my God. Encore. standing ovation worthy. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I would hug you if you weren't in another town. That was awesome. <laughs> I'll just wait till my mates see this. I can't believe I found me rolling the geek podcast. I'm a happy pirate, I am. Oh, hope you've done it again. Just wait till Massey's hears about this one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.